The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Storm Babette hit the country on Wednesday, the 18th of October last. Met Aaron had issued an orange rain warning for Cork and Kerry and Waterford and cautioned that the storm would result in travel disruption and localised flooding. The first reports of that flooding in Cork came to light that morning with several homes and businesses in Rathcormac flooding. Glanmire was also hit by severe flooding after a culvert became blocked with items including a mattress and a baby's cot. And in Middleton in East Cork, the main street and surrounding areas were inundated with over four feet of water following a flash flood. News Talk's Southern reporter Jamie O'Hara covered the floods in Middleton at the time and has returned to see how the town is getting itself back on track. It's a miracle how somebody wasn't hurt or injured. I'm 23 years with the council and 65 years living in this town and I have never seen anything on the scale of this. Never, ever. And it was frightening thing was the actual speed that this whole thing happened was it within minutes we had a, a dire situation on our hands. That's Middleton Town foreman and former Mayor Billy Buckley, who was manning a roadblock on the main street the day after it was struck by the worst flooding in living memory. It, it, it was absolutely terrifying and it's so sad to see the businesses that have been lost and to see the households that have been destroyed in this unnatural floodlink. And I, I, my, my own personal opinion is I don't know whether red warning or yellow warning I don't honestly think it would have made any difference on this occasion. It was, to me, it was more than this or at its best or at its worst. I don't know which to say, but it's hopefully the town will bounce back. It won't be easy. And my thoughts are with the traders and with the households that have had so much damage done. The clean-up operation got underway the next day with the usually bustling town's footpaths piled high with ruined stock, skips and waterlogged cars. The sense of shock was clear. There was anger too about the lack of warning. Gordon Reeves was at his wife Kay's clothing store Callie on the morning after the flood and described how quickly it hit the town. But this was like, what they call in America, a flash flood. Unbelievable. It's when it got here, it was bubbling up the toilet, it was pouring in the back into the yard. Um, I tried to seal it. I came in this morning, you can see it's a fairly heavy table. Turned upside down, all the floor is floated up. A lot of the clothes we tried yesterday to tidy them up. Um, the, one of the ladies who works in here had to take her down the road where Chaddix is to keep her safe. And I was up to my waist in water. I'm six foot three. In the midst of an extremely difficult time for the town, it was heartening to see Kevin Campbell and his nine-year-old daughter Heather who brought their camper van into the town and set up a table and a chalkboard that read free tea buns sandwiches. Well, Heather was off school today. The school wasn't open, so we thought we'd come down and make some teas and coffees on Main Street and uh, maybe some sandwiches later. This is a huge clean-up here today, so uh, a lot of the cafes are closed, so I think um, it's a bit hard to find... Uh, teas and coffees and stuff around town at the moment so it was kind of a last minute thing where we came out this morning so Heather probably was thinking what was the idea what were we thinking (laughs) (laughs) and students from the local secondary schools put on their wellies and helped with the clean up moving furniture and pulling up ruined carpets I'm Fiona Bryan and I go to Middleton College well, a group of lads, we were all staying at my friend's house and we came out, um, we just came down to O'Brien's to help. And then today we've all people from the school coming down. Being at um, my friend's house 
and we've been here and we'll probably go off to the jewellers as well. And so. My name is Aileen Hines. This morning now I had a big mess of carpet to be removed and I had uh, vinyl at the back and I had a, a big mess of carpet in the hall to be moved and underlay and the school lads came down. I had about 15 or 20 of them. They came down and they ripped up everything for me. They took out fridge, a fridge, washing machine, massive office here, um, and it was car- carpeted and underlay. Another small office here, um, um, an alleyway out the back, bathroom, kitchen, storeroom. Everything was destroyed. It was up to about about at least four feet high in water. The school lads came in from the CBS and within an hour they had everything out. Absolutely everything out, yeah. There's a great sense of community here uh, Absolutely. from what I've seen in the last few days. Yesterday um, there was a fish and chip van across the road and we had free fish and chips, yeah. Um, the restaurants up the town and that they gave us um, sandwiches and tea and water and, you know, it was, it was very welcome, really. Tisha Cleoferadkar visited the town that day and was talking to the press when local business owners expressed their frustration. Here's Sinead Morrissey from Bertolli Menswear on the main street. I have attended and gone and seen the, be- the lovely works, that the great plans that are in place for the flood relief, which is starting in 2025. But we have been saying for the last three years... Not, not, not starting in 2025 now, hopefully it'll be long before that. But I mean, I've been saying for the last year, we've been watching the television programmes and all the rain and everything that's been falling. And I've gone here two weeks ago, I was up in the UDC office and I was saying, it's, it's happening so often right now, we're going to get into trouble. And nothing feels, none of us feel like anything is being done. So, and we're, we're not insured. 5,000 is going to go nowhere, nowhere. I'm talking 100,000 right now for, for my business alone. It, it's just devastation. And people were left to fend for themselves here this morning. We had we had to pay nearly two thousand euros for skips, well, yeah, we trucks, have. and people to come and take stuff away. We, we were told the council was meeting at twelve about skips, and nobody arrived. Nobody helped. We've all paid ourselves to get the skips and to clear out this morning. No help. But so it's a bureaucratic paperwork system we expect to happen now to give support to the people here. And that's not what we need. We need assistance and we need it now. Are you have businesses here that are day on day suffering that they won't reopen because they won't be able to afford to. They need to help the help now so they can open next week or as soon as possible. Please tell us that there is, there is going to be a better relief fund because we really need it. Uh, there is and uh, you know we've allocated 10 million already but it's not capped to 10 million. Um, and the way the scheme works is it's 5,000 straight away up front just to cover those kind of costs which you mentioned. But there will be And then more. you apply for more and we'll increase the limit. The limit at the moment is 20. I met Sinead again last week following a meeting held by the Office of Public Works Cork County Council and an engineering firm to discuss flood defence plans. Do they clearly understand that this can never happen, Middleton, again? We cannot have the flooding on the main street again because if we do approximately 40% of businesses will not reopen and then you're going to have a collapsed town. I emphasise that. I said we will have a collapsed town. Middleton will be useless if this happens again. So that, hopefully that will actually give them a sense of urgency. We need a focus on Middleton. So I know it was a shock to the system. I know we couldn't have predicted the amount of rain that fell. But... We've just been through it now. We know that that emergency plan wasn't effective enough. We need to relook at it. We need to have an individual emergency plan for Middleton because the possibility of this happening again is really high. We're looking at 
um, a flood relief scheme that's going to be operable possibly if we're lucky in 2029. It's 2023. We have a gap here that has to be filled. The run-up to Christmas will be a vital time for businesses in the town and Middleton and Area Chamber have organised a two-day event this Friday and Saturday to get people to shop, eat and drink local this month. Chamber President Adrienne Hegarty outlines what to expect. We have a lot organised on the Friday. We have young choirs coming in from schools, a lot of nice things. We have music on the streets. People will open late on the Friday evening. There'll be a bit of mulled wine here and there and try and get the footfall down to Middleton to shop. And that's going to happen over two days. Saturday we have Santi coming to town and we have workshops. We have various different things going on and we've called it jingle and mingle. Even for the turning on of the Christmas lights it was amazing the support, the people that came out with their children it was fantastic and they will support us, the people are very very good in Middleton they are a great community and we have a big area we have a huge hinterland You know, you're talking about all the villages and towns that equally got flooded and we have to think about them and they will come in and shop and support and that report uh, came from Jamie O'Hara, News Talk's Southern reporter.